What's happening, y'all, and welcome. This is episode 128 of Super Flashy Arrow of Tomorrow. I am your host, the self-knighted Sir Cussalot Travis Pointer, a.k.a. the Dragon King, a.k.a. Big T, a.k.a. T-Money, a.k.a. Sweet T, a.k.a. Black Merlin, a.k.a. the HNIC. And I am joined, as always, by my co-host, Mara, the Shark Watkins. Hello. And how are you today, Mara? I'm great. I survived a low-key monsoon today. <laughs> well, that's good. You know, it'd be a problem if you didn't. You gonna file grievances because I get washed out by a monsoon? Yeah. Mhm. Do like your like your other job do. I'm like you can still you can, you can still work though, right? <laughs> I know you're up to your neck in water, but you can still come. You still coming in though, right? Yeah, yeah. Like you got your phone with you. You can get on Zoom via your phone and just you know, <laughs> while you while you keep your head above water, you just up there. You just gotta just hold your phone like this with your head above the water. Yeah, yeah. We good. We good, right? Yeah. <laughs> we'll see you in an hour. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get the clock in on time, though. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But Mara, we made it. The end. Mm-hmm. We made it. This was the finale of Star Girl. Does this mean this is our finale too? For now. When will we be back? Hmm. January. <laughs> That's optimistic. It is. We'll see. But yeah. This will be the last time for a while that we'll be talking about the Arrowverse on the CW. You know, oh, no. Supergirl, Flash, Legends of Tomorrow, Arrow. Bat. Did you say Batwoman? Black Lightning, Batwoman, and Stargirl. <laughs> I don't know how my mind just went blank like that. But it's Are just... we missing anyone? No, nah, that's all of them for now. Not, you don't have to watch Titans, right? I mean, or... no, nah, I, I hadn't planned on it. Um, We do have a DC event coming up later on this month. So we might uh, hop on just to talk about that. But for now, we'll be going away after this episode. We'll miss y'all. Yeah. But for now, let's get into this super uh this Stargirl finale. This episode was called What? Star is an S T R I P E part two. I double checked and then I triple checked this time. <laughs> it's only one stripe. But several stars. Yeah, yeah. It's weird. So this episode kicks off three minutes ago. So it's three minutes before the last episode ended. And some kids running across a football field. We find out it's because the principal's son just Isaac. whoops. Just What's that? Isaac. Isaac just whooped somebody ass with his tuba. Straight clocked him with like, the tuba. Yeah, he's like, y'all bleeding and shit. And he's like, he, just, he was hitting me with his tuba. Blah, blah, blah. Apparently because, you know, 
That's the kid that was calling him a tuba turd. So I was like, yeah, yeah. Tuba turd this then, nigga. Um, so he's going to, like, you know, take him to see his mother, who he doesn't know yet is dead. Um, right. When he was like, let's go find her. And I was like, oh, I see that message isn't out yet. Yeah, yeah. So he's about to take him there. But then all of a sudden, the field opens up. And satellites out. Yeah, giant satellites come out the come out the middle of the football field because you know why not hide it there? And maybe the pool is the epicenter of the tunnels. Maybe of where they were um, building. Yeah, because it's probably like in a very central location in the town, so it kind of would make sense. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we see all the adults are all under the mind control. Now they're all just staring off and brainwaves you know, in the middle of brainwashing them. It's got 30 minutes till it's all complete. You know, while this was going on, I was just kind of like, you know, when, when it got all the parents' attention, I was just like, all right, how dark are we going to get here, Greg? Are we about to just start seeing people drop dead on the screen? Is that what's gonna about to happen? I was like, mm. And then, <laughs> and then, <laughs> we'll get to that in a second. And Jordan, so, and then, like, little girl trying to wake her dad up. Yeah. And then Jordan, Disney explains uh, what's happening to her. Yeah, he's like, yeah, when he, when he wakes up, they'll all be good people, and it will all be okay. And she was like, yeah, but my dad was already a good person. And he really has no response to that. He just kind of, you know, just goes like, you'll see, you'll see. He he does that, you know, I know better than you thing that parents like to do. And you just need to go with it. So, that happened. And we got, uh... Pat's attacking Courtney. Yeah, Pat's still, still attacking Stargirl down in the in the little under underbelly. And this is when we cut back to that football field and we see that teacher start bleeding from his ear and then he drops dead. Yep. <laughs> You're wondering how dark we going to get? Greg said, kill him right there in front of all the children. Bye, teacher. And then it's, it's kind of funny because I was sitting here thinking like the people who kind of like fight back <laughs> against the, I guess, like the positive initiative that they're trying to install in people like it just kind of just shows you like i feel like it would be at the same time it's funny because then it's just like wow you're just that racist and ignorant that you or no it's because people are fighting being controlled they're not fighting what they're trying to put in them they're trying they're fighting being controlled oh okay yeah yeah that's why um you know people who fight too hard against it they all you know they're gonna die that's why pat started bleeding from his ear because he was fighting against being controlled too hard he's about to die because mm. the nervous system was like can't do it yeah yeah so star girl finally gets through to pat and that's when he starts bleeding from his ear he's about to die but at the means called her she called herself his daughter yeah and he was just like oh shit. I'm the pappy. I kind of uh, saw that coming, though. Yeah, yeah. That's when the dad showed up. Um, 
you know, because I felt, and I thought last, that that episode, we were going to have that moment between her and Pat where she was like, you know what? You're my dad and that what mattered. That, something like along those lines. I thought we were going to have that moment then. But I also liked that they saved it for here. Mm. But I would have liked it more during the dad episode. Really? See, I liked it better here. But cause having it in that episode, in the dad episode, would have felt kind of cliche to me. True. But, true, true, true. But... Um, well, in the meantime, while she's in the middle of this, you know, we got Beth with, uh, with Chuck's help doing some infiltrating and trying to hack into some shit while the gamblers counteracting them and all that. I'm uh, low-key mad that they were just having, like, on-screen banter with each other as if one wasn't, like, this big mega villain and the other one's a kid. Like... Well, he doesn't see himself as a mega villain. He sees himself as a visionary. So he's just, you know... He's just talking because he just, that's just how he is. Like, yo, I'm amazing. So you should be like, you know, happy that I'm lowering myself to speak with you right now. Yeah, I guess. But yeah, just going back and forth. And then Chuck suggests that they go after the gambler to distract him because they're trying to turn the, the blockers back on in the tunnels. Right. To free Pat and Justin from the mind control. So they were like, well, let's go after the gambler's money. He cares about that more than anything else. And I was just like, wow, that that really worked. And that's crazy. It's true. I mean, he's the gambler for a reason. True. So they they it works. They get them. They get their minds free. So Pat doesn't die. And then heard everything. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, we'll deal with that afterwards. Right now we got to go, you know take care of this shit so they get into the you know dragon king's little dungeon area and then there's a showdown and we get that cool comic book splash page you know when the heroes and the villains are coming at each other and that was cool we'll go back and screenshot that i might use that for we need to talk about for two seconds though when they get down into the tunnels and rick is still fucking talking about i'm sorry Linda. when rick is still talking heavily about Grundy and he's just like let's go do this and after this I'm gonna rip the door and 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 take out Grundy and I was just like Rick what are you going to do anyway. he, I mean he gonna fight Grundy and he gonna whoop Grundy's ass that's what he think he gonna do exactly but anywho and then yeah so then fight ensues but yeah. then someone gets released and then I was like ah oh. so I guess Grundy will see his day in court. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in the middle of that fight, Gambler's like, how about we, uh, you know, make some, throw in a ringer or whatever he said. And he lets Grundy out of his cage. Cindy also gets out of her cell and we get uh, a moment. She killed the dragon. Yeah, she killed her father because she was just like, fuck you. <laughs> and like, you shouldn't have locked me up. <clears throat> And then this is when we get Pat fighting Grundy in his robot suit and Courtney. And thought, you know what's crazy? For two seconds, I thought when Cindy had slayed, you know, when she had slab, stabbed her dad, I was like, oh, is she, did sitting in a cell make her change a new leaf? Oh, no, no, no. Because that was shortly disproven later. Yeah. Yeah, Shiv is a villain through and through. <laughs> um... 
So yeah, we got Courtney fighting Cindy. Then we get Henry. Well, she's like, she does some fighting. And she's like, Yolanda has to go and, uh, you know, shut down the machine because she's got to fight Cindy. <laughs> it's just that simple. So Yolanda goes into the tunnel and she takes out all those druid-looking motherfuckers. And then all of a sudden, one of them takes the, takes the hood off. Like, oh my god, no, 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 no. And then it's Henry. I was like, wait a gosh dang minute. Mm -hmm. Now, mind you, Travis, I watched this episode yesterday. <laughs> she said, gosh dang. Anyway, go ahead. I'm trying my best. I know. Way. I know. I know why you said it. Still funny. <laughs> I was at work when I was watching. I normally watch the episode when I'm at work or maybe before we broadcast, depending on how my week goes. This was an episode I chose to watch while at work on my lunch break. Now, mm -hmm. I could only imagine how I looked in my tiny little half cubicle because they give a, they divvied up our tables to promote social distancing. At my tiny little clear boxed cubicle going like, oh, oh my gosh. And then it was like, wait a gosh dang all minute. Like, <laughs> Henry? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then he was just, the way he started to explain what happened, I'm like, that'll make no sense. It doesn't make any sense. No, like no the rocks sense. didn't kill me. My dad didn't either. And I was like, were you, I, were you there? Yeah. And, you like, and I've like, I've been hiding down here all this time. And what, I'm like, what? And brainwave didn't know you were dead. They didn't get the body. Like what was what, what, what? Right. Like you're, you're like, how would you explain why there's no body? Like you're not about to sit here and tell me that those rocks, that the rocks demolished his bot his body so bad that it just, you know, it was probable for there not to be a body there. Yeah, yeah. You're not about to tell me that. But then we realized, nope, that's not him. Because Yolanda was like, yeah, fuck that. And right across his throat and kills him. Because it's actually brainwave. He deserved that, though. Mm -hmm. And at first, you know, I was sitting here thinking, that was a good catch, Yolanda. But I thought that was so easy. It felt too easy to me. It felt too easy to me, too, because it doesn't seem like there's any reason why he would, like, go at her in that way instead of just attacking her mind like he does everybody else, you know? Exactly. I was just like, that's that's a weird way to kind of play with the mind. Like, I, figured, I feel like, like they really wanted us to think that they thought the kids would be this stupid. Mm-hmm. And that, I was just like, nah, that's... Yeah. It still wouldn't make any sense. Like, there's no reason for them to think the kids are that stupid because they've, like, gone up against them multiple times and they know how formidable they are by now. Exactly. But, but, it was just, but. It just felt so easy. They did. They were dumb enough to just send Sportsmaster and Tigress after them that time, too. So, you know, maybe they clearly, haven't learned. <laughs> clearly not. But, um, yeah, it just, it felt so easy. And I was like, okay. Which brought us back to Courtney. And it's funny because I wrote in my notes, Courtney got tired of kikiing with Cindy and like zapped the hell out of yeah, her. Yeah, she's like, I don't have time for this and just blasted her with the shit because she's like, you know what? Fuck this. <laughs> just... She's like, this is taking too long. Like, you, you got too much energy right now. Cindy is like, is like a four year old on caffeine when it comes to being evil. Mm hmm. So. <sighs> Star Girl, she's like, you know, destroying the satellites now. Her and Yolanda get through. She's like, knocks them all down. 
Jordan goes back to his to that office and you know finds Barbara and Beth in there. He just looked like a frantic mess at that point. Oh yeah, because his plan was falling apart. He was losing his shit. He so, looked like he almost looks like someone who also does does drugs, and like like the cops are closing in on them, but they're also high as hell. Mm-hmm. And it's just like ah, he's just trying to get the city high, like. Yeah, yeah, like when all those Colombians showed up at uh at Tony Montana's mansion, and he was yep. and he was snorting that comically large pile of coke. And I, I, you know, and the thing is, yeah, he died, but you know, like, what a way to go out. Like, <laughs> I mean, if it wasn't gonna be the, if it wasn't gonna be that, it was gonna be that ridiculous pile of coke. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. that's why he was able to keep going so long. That's why he got shot all them times and kept going because he snorted more coke than anybody has in the history of mankind in one sitting like, until until charlie sheen came along i don't know man i think tony montana had him beat still tiger bud i mean the only difference was that charlie sheen didn't have that rocket launcher <laughs> facts actually you know but you know god forbid i don't need charlie sheen to have access to a rocket launcher Nobody does. Nobody does. So. But he showed up and he was like, you have no idea what you've done. And it's just like. Oh, yeah. We're talking about Stargirl. Yeah. And it was like, <laughs> bro, like, why are you like, why are you doing this? Just go in and freeze them. If you this big, bad dude. Like, yeah. And what he did, he, like, he froze the, the, the goggles instead of freezing them. And it was just. Yo, I thought he was dead going to like. Kill Beth? Yeah, I thought yeah. Beth was done. I th- I was one hundred percent sure that when Beth was about to die. When he rolled up at the office, I was like, "Wow, they're gonna kill the only color- person yeah. of color on this show." Well, Yolanda, Yolanda. Oh yeah, there's right. That's right. Yolanda's in there too. But you know what I mean. I know exactly what you mean. They were gonna kill the only, only black person. Yeah, I thought they were too. I was ready for it too. I'm just. I was ready to hop on this podcast and cuss them out. I was so ready, but she's alive. So it was alright. But. At the same time, the freezing and the screaming of Doc, of Chuck in the glasses in pain was low key traumatic. Like listening to him, because like it wasn't just like oh no, they're breaking me. It was like legitimate. It was like the goggles felt everything. Yeah, like, like he felt pain. Yeah, yeah, I was just like, and he oh was my- like. And like he was freaking out, like, and he was at like calling for help and all that. Guess like, yeah. Was... I was just like, "Yo, what is wrong with you, Greg? What is going on up here?" And that's why after it all happened, when Beth was when they were like, "Yeah, we'll find a way to fix it." It's like not it, him. His name is Chuck. Like, and he felt that. Like, yeah, you gotta yeah. stop talking about it. Like, it's an it. Like, ugh. so Jordan like, takes still, Barbara. What I was gonna say, I'm still perturbed by how attached Beth is to. Chuck, but I agree. Fix him, not it. Mm-hmm. So he Jordan takes Barbara. At the time, we don't know where he went. Turns out he just went up to the roof. But but for all that time, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, like how long were how long was Beth sitting there before they showed up? Yeah, yeah. Like, and how long does it take for them to get to that building? From that dungeon you know it's just a, a whole lot of just logistic things that i'm just i have questions about mm-hmm. but anyway rick and pat are down there yeah rick and pat are down there fighting grundy and 
Pat gets the robot all fucked up, and Rick's like, I got it from here, and tells go him, like, Barbara. go save Barbara. And he's like, you don't need the damn robot. And I'm like, yes, he does. Like, that man has ice powers. Like, what the fuck? Yes, he does need the robot. Like, like he just, he breathes wrong, and you are done. Like, yeah, like, the fuck you mean he don't need the damn robot? Yes, he does need the damn robot. <laughs> but anyway, Pat believes him, because, you know, whatever reason. He got my wife, Rick, so. Right, and Rick got five minutes left, but I was like, I guess we're just going to use them all on Grundy. Mm-hmm. That's what he said. I got five minutes left, and they're all for you. <laughs> I like hearing that phrase, just not in that sense. Giggity. <laughs> so, anyway. So, George got Barbara up on the roof and talking about what his plans are and all that kind of stuff and trying to convince her that he's on the right path and what he has to do is right. <laughs> Not him trying to justify his murders with the amount of people who die from cancer in a year. Yeah, yeah. He was like, look, all these people are going to die from cancer this year. I can kill 500,000 right now and fix and then- and cure cancer. I was just like, but you're not, because when um, when Barbara was like, explain that to to Joey, uh, to Joey, whatever, Zarek or whatever, and then like the other people that you know Jordan killed, and it was just like, you're not about to just take all these personal behind murders and justify them by people unfortunately getting cancer. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of logic that works for sociopaths. <laughs> like it's just. What do you mean? Yeah, I killed a few hundred thousand people, but I mean, people die from cancer every day. And then I'm going to cure cancer. He never said how he was going to cure cancer. He just said, but I'm going to cure cancer. Like, how? And I don't understand how killing 500,000 people would cure cancer. It won't. He's insane. (laughs) All that ice going to his brain. So in the middle of that, she also mentions his wife and just like she wouldn't want this. She doesn't know the wife told him to do it, but it's just, you know, it's whatever. So he's about to throw her off the roof. Right. He's like, I hope you think about this on the way down. And I was just like, oh, because I wrote in the I wrote in the notes. I was like, yay, mom survived. And it was like, oh, maybe not. Yeah, he's about to throw her off the roof, and. Then Pat shows up, and I guess that was enough to get him to stop. I don't know why he didn't still throw her. but Because he was like, because Pat showed up there ready to fight Owen Wilson style. Mano y mano. Yeah, I don't I know. Doing that. He's, he's insane, and I just think that if he were thinking logically, he would have still thrown her off the roof. But he wasn't, so. No. So that thing, he's like, yeah, we're going to, you know, how are you going to do it? How are you going to do this? You don't have your robot, blah, blah, blah. He's like, yeah. With my daughter. With my daughter, with though. Daughter. Yeah, yeah. And here comes Courtney's sliding in like, boom, bitch. And they get. You know what's funny, though? The feeling I got when Courtney showed up when he said um, our daughter, I don't know why. I got like the same kind of fluttery feeling during that I got several times during like the Avengers movies like during like Endgame and Infinity War but like different times and different reasons but it was a nice little like kind of like a revealing of what happened so almost like in Endgame where all of a sudden you heard 
on your left. It's my favorite part of the Sorry. movie. Exactly. So it kind of on your left, felt... Cap. <clears throat> Sorry. Right. It felt kind of almost like that. It was like, oh, oh, they're gonna be one big happy family. Yeah, yeah. That moment is right up there with when Cap picks up Mjolnir. That's the, those yeah, two moments. Or that too, those two like... moments right there are the ones for me. I remember going off on my sister because she just was saying that she didn't like Endgame that much at first, and I'm like, you have no soul. So anyway, I don't want to meet your sister now. I'm sorry in <laughs> advance. I just don't. Oh, she came around. She got her shit together. Okay. Um. That and, that can be redeemed then. Yeah, yeah, she's all right now. Um. So then well, she gets a little sister and a and a niece to go with it. So. Ugh. It's a lot. She's just now getting used to the to having, you know, grandkids. What's one more? Exactly. She's struggling. <laughs> That's the thing. But anyway. So Rick is in down in the dungeon still fighting Grundy. He gets the advantage. He's about to kill him, but then he doesn't because he's a dumbass. Because um, Grundy's shook. And he don't want to fight no more. Yeah, so you kill him, so he never wants to fight again. Well, yeah, no, I'm not saying he's wrong. I'm not saying he's right or wrong. I'm not saying either one's right or wrong. I was just saying, like, Grundy was so shook. He was like, I don't want to fight no more. I'm I want to go I want to go back to my cage. Yeah, yeah, and if it was me, like, I know you don't want to fight no more. I'm about to make sure you never do again, and I would have <laughs> ended it right there. Because, yeah. You, you can't have a Solomon Grundy running around. Solomon Grundy destroys and kills everything. Unless that thing kicks his ass. Um, so back outside, you know, we got the Stargirl Icicle fight. They going at it. They done jumped off. They done, you know, he done tried to freeze the staff and she's fought it off and all that. She goes flying off the thing. Yolanda catches her. Um... Icicle's about to take him out, though, because even though he's all fucked up. But then, Mike finally does something useful and hits him with the truck. And I'm like, oh, look at that. Mike is no longer completely useless and not a complete pain in my ass. And then I was like, excuse me, what? That That's how Jordan gets taken out in, in like, majorly ice form, and then Mike just pulls up in a truck? And shatters him, yeah. Well, it was after Stargirl fucked him up first, you know. True. But, um, so that that happens. Then we get some, you know, post-battle reflection going on. Um, Beth is sitting in the bleachers. She's all sad about Chuck. Um, Yolanda's not okay either because, you know, she just killed somebody and she's just not, you know, dealing with that very well. Um... Justin is kind of feeling sorry for himself because he wasn't the one that killed the Dragon King. Um, yeah, and I feel like he didn't really do a lot in the thing. I feel like he wanted to feel more useful and feel like to fulfill his purpose. Yeah, he wanted to feel more like the Shining Knight again, and he really didn't. I get it. He'll be back next season, though. Right, sure. I was going to say, like, like, Pat was like, come back, you know. Yeah, yeah. There'll be more battles. Yeah, he said, like, there will be other dragons was his exact phrasing. So he's going to go off and he's going off to find his horse. He needs to find his steed. He's going to come back with a white 99 Bronco. Something. It'll be something else. It won't be an actual horse. I'm like 95% sure it'll be that or it'll be like a fucking like motorcycle or something, you know? 
But, it's uh, just going to have like a horse or a steed name to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or maybe it's a Shelby Mustang. That's what I was being clear. I was like, like a Chevy Bronco or something like that. So. <sighs> then we find out. Oh, but I was going to say, Barbara was asking about, like, what the world's going to say. And Pat was like, someone will always cover it up. And she was like, who? The government. <laughs> Basically. And, of course, it was an earthquake. Real quick. <laughs> Real quick with the cover-up. Yeah, yeah. So then we find out there's some other ISA dude that we hadn't met yet that's all mysterious and shadowy and smoky. I was, I've been calling him Plasma, to be honest. <laughs> Oh, man. And then we got Cindy. She She's, like, digging through some shit, and she finds this gem, and she says into the gem, I see you there, Eclipso. Now, I don't know who Eclipso is. And part of me wanted to look it up and find out who Eclipso is, but then I'm like, no, no, I want to find out from this show. This has been my real first exposure to Stargirl, like, for real, for real. Like, I was aware of her, and I'd seen her in other things and read other things that had her in it. But not like directly Stargirl stuff. So I'm, I'm gonna I keep it that Star way. I forgot Stargirl showed up in Smallville. And I think she showed up in Arrow at some point. I don't think she was ever in Arrow. She showed up in one of them because there's another one in the universe. Because I was looking her up. Well, a lot of them showed up in in Crisis. So that might have been what it was. Like they had a brief thing in Crisis. But probably. Um, so then we get. A flash forward now. We are six weeks later. It is Christmas time. Christmas time. And the whole gang is there because apparently Beth doesn't want to hang around her parents anymore. Um, hey, it was it was time to let that go. Beth doesn't want to hang around her parents anymore. Yolanda's family has disowned her, so she said, fuck y'all. Um, Rick doesn't want to be around his uncle because he's a motherfucking son of a bitch. Um, Abusive and all that. Yeah, yeah. So the whole gang is there. And then Courtney gives Pat a gift. It's a world's greatest dad mug. And that was the cheesiest, most precious thing that they could have possibly done. She was in Legends. Oh? Yeah. When? Live action. A pre The pre-crisis Earth One Stargirl appears in Legends of Tomorrow Season 2. Portrayed by Sarah Gray. Oh, that was the original oh. ISA. That was yeah, original JSA in that flat yeah. when they went back in time. And the okay, okay, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. And then she made an appearance in a cameo appearance in Elseworlds. Okay, okay, that makes sense. As one of the several dead superheroes who failed a mm. test brought about by the Monitor, which devastated their world. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. That makes sense. So after, happy I could clear that up. Mm-hmm, yeah, because the way you, the, I'm thinking about it, I'm just like, wait, when? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like they, so I was like, I know they said she was in some other show. I was just like, I just don't remember. Mm-hmm. So later on, Courtney's up in her room and her staff knocks on the on her window and like, yo, come on. <laughs> She's like, all right. So she puts on the Star Girl suit and they go flying because you know why not. Well, she can't be on there without the suit. Yeah, I know. I get. I mean, I get it. It's still funny that she like like. Let me let me let me change first. <laughs> so, 
she um she's out there she stops and they just you know they're sitting out there chilling on the water tower and here comes pat to join her because you know he must have seen That's her fly through the window yeah yeah <laughs> or saw that the staff was gone mm-hmm. so then the credits start but then we get a post-credit scene oh we're in north hollywood california a man gets out of his vehicle and walks up to a door and knocks. And he's looking for Pat. He's looking for Pat. And, you know, where can I find him? Because he ain't there no more. He don't live there no more. He was just like, and they shoot. Yeah, he out in Nebraska. Yeah, they cut back to the man's face. And it is the real star man, old Sylvester. Joel McHale. And so. Right. I don't know his real name. If that's not, no, it's not Joel McHale. It's one of those other celebrities that look just like him, though. Mm. Starman is alive, though. Or someone who looks exactly like Starman and has his memories. Ooh. Is it a clone? Is it a Starman clone? Where has he been all this time? Where's he been for 10 years? Right? Why are you faking your death? Why do you look exactly the same? How have you not aged? Facts. That's a real. That's an even better question. Why haven't you aged? Mm-hmm. Maybe he's from a different Earth. Possibly, but well, no. Well, I mean, like, but the one that's on this Earth went poof when the Earths came together. Because I mean, I don't know. I'm just, you know me. I'm always trying to think like, how are they going to tie them? How are they going to attach them to the multiverse? Because mm-hmm. we know they're going to. Mm-hmm. I mean, but there is no multiverse anymore. It's all one well, earth. How they're going to like introduce him into the arrow first. Yeah, yeah. We'll yeah, see. that's Joel McHale. Okay. And he will be a recurring role. I'm sorry I spoiled that. Okay. I mean, yeah, it doesn't really spoil anything. I know he'll I knew he'll be there, so they can't start they can't end the season with him showing up and not use him next season, so I get it. You're right. I will say one thing though. I'm judging so hard for that Mbot clip at the end. I didn't need that. Oh, there was and a clip? There was really just like an audio clip. Like it was like, so he was like introduced himself. He's like, I'm Sylvester Pemberton. And then went to black and for the rest of the credits and went to like, but like just started playing the song. Oh, the song. Like, yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I thought there was more footage that happened after that when after the credits then too. I'm like, wait oh, a minute. Yeah, yeah. There was more. Okay. I'm, you just talking about the music. Okay. Yeah. Music. I was yeah. like, I didn't need that. And I was really uncomfortable when it came on. <laughs> yeah. Well, some people love Hanson. I don't know those people, but Still, they exist. Umbop doesn't need to be played anymore. For a certain segment of the population, they're still happy to hear it. Think back to when you were young, you know, like yesterday. And today I'm still young. Yeah, well, yeah, I know. You're like 12, but still. Back to when you were like 12 years old, you know, so about a year ago. And the songs that you listened to back then that you probably like, you know, don't really talk much about now. But if they were to come on, you'd be like, oh, shit. Oh, when when Toxic comes on Shuffle? Oh, yeah, yeah. Britney Spears, Toxic. There you go. There's a good one. Because who really wants to hear that shit? Exactly. Exactly. And that's how the Hanson fans felt. 
I feel like there's more Britney Spears fan though. Just because there's more of them doesn't mean that the Hanson fans don't exist. I'm just saying. Britney <laughs> has a wonderful catalog. Well, no, I won't say wonderful. She has a large catalog of hits. Hanson has like what two hits? Do they have two? I only know Umbop. Oh, yeah. So even, even further my point. I just remember in the Nickelodeon Kids' Choice Awards, they won like so many awards. For that one song. And I was so irritated by it. Because <laughs> it's not a good song. It's so annoying. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that was Stargirl. Who's winning this week, Mara? Stargirl. Accepted her stepdad. Beat the bad guy. Yeah. I'll give you that. I want to give a shout out to Pat on this one too, though. True. Yeah, yeah. Who's losing, though? Icicle. Yeah, he got killed by Mike. Like, what a way to go. Like, <laughs> You got killed by a truck driven by, like, a 12-year-old. Yeah. Yeah. The worst kind of 12-year-old, too. You know, it's just... It's a shame. It's a shame. It's a shame. Um, let me see. There, so their one hit is Mbop. But these, these dudes have, like, 30 albums. What is this? Oh, really? They have 12 albums on here. Like, that's crazy. They have six studio albums, three live albums, three compilation albums, 13 music videos, 20 EPs, 13 singles, two demos, and two Christmas albums. So somebody keep letting them make music. Right, after like, Umbop, <laughs> and Umbop isn't even their first album. Well, you know, most people really don't, you know, get their big break the first time they make an album, though. You know, so that doesn't surprise me. It's the fact that after Umbop, <laughs> they kept going. They kept going. Oh man! But yeah. Well, that'll be it for this week's episode of Super Flashy Arrow of Tomorrow. With our little blurb about Hanson. <laughs> Don't forget, you can follow us on both Twitter and Instagram at The Creation World. That is at C-H, uh, at T-H-E-C-R-E-A-T-I-A. I don't know what I was about to spell. World. <laughs> um, also, on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Creation World. Um, on top of that, there's also a Facebook group that goes along with this particular podcast. What is that Facebook group, Mara? Facebook.com slash group slash super flashy arrow of tomorrow. And you can also find me personally on both Twitter and Instagram at sir underscore cussalot. That is at S-I-R underscore C-U-S-S-A-L-O-T-T. Mara, where can they find you? Always on Instagram and Twitter <laughs> at Mara the Shark. That's M-A-R-A. D-A-S-H-A-R-K. You still uh you still ticking and talking or no? I do be TikToking here what I haven't made one in a while, but I'm still on there all the time. Okay. Looking up a new trend. 
Cool, cool, cool. I don't know if anyone has heard, but me and my friend, we tried to learn the, the choreography for WAP, which we'll have to redo later because she has gone home. But my knees are still bruised, so that's always fun. Mm -mm -mm. <laughs> oh, man. Um, also, if you're a wrestling fan, don't forget you can check that podcast out. That podcast is called Smacking It Raw. No G. Every week, me and the warden Matt Riddick break down that week's wrestling news and that week's wrestling events and television. Until it's no longer deemed an essential service. Oh, it will always be essential. I know. Um, let's see, what else? Are they still doing them like with no crowds? Yep. Well, the crowd they're using like other like, you know, enhancement talent, like the people who are still training. So they have them in the crowd, kinda. So it's just Gotcha, that makes sense. Yeah, so they have some some kind of audience. They have some kind of audience reaction to things. Um let's see, what else? I lost my train of thought. You threw me off. I'm sorry. Whatever. You're talking about smacking it raw. Yeah, but I think I was moving on from that. I don't remember anymore. Well, and if um, we're still, I'm about to actually start reworking the Patreon, so don't worry about that for now. Um, okay. YouTube, follow us on YouTube. Subscribe. Please. Yeah, subscribe to the YouTube channel, people. Like we we get too many listens. We have too many people, uh, you know, who view these videos in other places to only have the amount of subscribers we have on YouTube. So get it together. You know, go to YouTube. Subscribe, please. It's free. Right. It literally will do you no difference. No. We're not even asking you to watch. We're just literally asking you to subscribe. Just hit the subscribe button. And then if you feel like it, turn on notifications so that you know when we post. Yeah, that little bell. But yeah, I think we'll go ahead and end it here. We'll catch you all next time. We may do something after that big DC event later on this month. We'll see. Depends, yeah. on what, depends on the news that comes out of that. But until then... Already? Hmm? They did Comic-Con already, right? Yes and no. Oh, okay. You know, pandemic. Um, it was all digital stuff, so it was just... It wasn't... It was, it's, it was hard to follow. Gotcha. But DC is having their own event later on this month, so we'll see what happens after that. Just so you know, when you get like really loud and high pitched like that, Zoom just cuts you off. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what it is about Zoom, but Zoom does not like that at all. Zoom don't like it. Yeah, yeah. But all right, kids, we'll catch you all next time, whenever that may be. Until then, we out. Bye.